the number one sports gambling podcast coming out of the Pat McAfee Incorporated offices. I am your host, Tone Diggs. I am joined by the man who will find any trend that is out on the internet. He will find it. Uh, the nuke man himself, Bubba Gumpino. Good day, Tony. Bubba. Thank you for being here. I don't know why I called you Bubba. I appreciate uh, it. And our resident NFL front office expert, former GM of the Cleveland Browns, assistant to the coaching staff in New England, every single other job that you could possibly have in football, a host of the GM Shuffle Pod, a host of the Lombardi Line, Daily Coach. Love Daily, the Daily Coach. Coach. Make sure you subscribe to the Daily Coach and get that every single day of beautifulness in your inbox. If you're not starting your day with Daily Coach, what are you doing? What are you doing? Michael, what are you doing? If you're not starting with Daily Coach, what are you doing? I appreciate it. Hey, Gump, I want to know. What's up, boss? Great research and detective work. I've been reading this book <laughs> about the Kennedy assassination yes. through the eyes of JF, through the eyes of Robert Kennedy. Yeah. And there's so much to research in your free time. You should do a little. <laughs> I'll, I'll dive. I'll dive into that for you, Mike. I don't mind. Nukes on that one now. I mean, there's, I mean. Just tracking Oswald, Officer Tippett. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to get in there. The mafia. It's just fat. The book's fascinating, but the 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 whole thing has been fascinating to me. But you, you could probably be a great research item there. Hey, we'll dive into that after football season. Huh? He's a great investigative journalist, uh, Mike. We, I mean, you and I know um, our names end in a vowel. We know what happened there. Hey, we know. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> I mean, I told, I, I've told my two sons that before I die, somebody's got to tell me actually what happened. I, I think I think I know, but we all know. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's still so interesting to see how people have this perception of the lone gunman theory. And yet, even though the government has said there was probably a conspiracy. We also need but to know. This is a betting show. This isn't the JFK assassination <laughs> show. Hey. Uh, yeah. Well, we were just talking about how the mafia, you know, knows what happened to JFK. I love the sunglasses, by the way. Do you I know, love them. Do you know awesome. yeah. Hey, you know who they're from, right? Of course I know who they're from. I mean, I don't get a pair from them, but he gets a pair. I mean, he's... <laughs> Hey, man. Tom didn't send you a pair? Hey, that no. was a pretty cool little moment on uh, Twitter yesterday. You know, I'm flying down to, to wrestle down in Orlando. Internet on the plane kind of coming and going, you know, kind of coming and going. And then all of a sudden, the group texts started to pop off. And then I I guess the tweet had been deleted like three times and reworked for whatever happened there. The way he ended on was the nicest way. He get, Everybody could see it that follows him, and he added me. So I appreciate him doing that. That was a that came out of nowhere. I did not expect that. Tell him I appreciate it if you get a chance to chat with him. That was very nice of him. Can't wait to talk to him personally. Yes, yes. You, you two should connect. You two should connect. There's no doubt. How would that conversation go? I just I would tell him what you know how you two would be good friends. I think it would be like, look, this guy's a really good dude. He understands football. He's got a huge audience. You know, you two would be buddies. I wonder. I really wonder how that conversation would go between me and him. I mean, I'm really. Oh, it'd be fascinating for one. I think so because, you know, I think it's very apparent with the way I speak. Like, I have a great appreciation for the greats, like, and why and how they are and why they're great and all that. You know what I mean? Like. And he's been at the top of the game for so damn long. That was very cool of him. Tell him I appreciate that a lot. 
the uh, you know, I mean, look, he he, uh, he appreciates you were at the top of your craft. I mean, one thing about I think one thing about Peyton and one thing about Tom, those guys appreciate the entire game. They really do. Yeah, I think so, too. The, you know, all of football. And I don't think they see – that's why they usually make the best TV commentators because they see the whole game not through the lens of just the position they played. You know, and that's where, you know, you'd, you've played special teams. You've played – you've seen everything through the lens and field position and how it changes. You know, whereas if you've just played defensive back, you only see it through leverage <laughs> and <football. laughs> Michael, you uh, you're a, a big fan of sports. You love all sports. Uh, we've been talking about today because it's been reported that Peyton is walking around mass uh, around Augusta with Tiger pretty much all weekend. Like that, that's a big deal. In that's my a eyes. big deal. I think that's helping Tiger a lot. By the way, whenever you have one of those other uber competitive friends of yours watching and following around, and there's not a lot of fans, like this is going to sound stupid because of how successful Tiger is. Like. I think Tiger, with his friendship with Peyton, they probably, I would assume, talk shit to each other, would not want to do, like, wants the ball out in front of Peyton. Now, I might be thinking too deep into it, and then maybe they they breathe a different air than everybody else, which they do. But in my eyes, I think that's a big deal. No, I think it is. I think that, you know, it's always, I'm going to show you how I do it, you know. and, and Yeah. And- be the guy i mean look he's was when we came on i think he was four under mm-hmm. he didn't i don't know if he made the putt at eight or not but uh he had a birdie put it was a long one at eight but this might be one of the lowest rounds he's ever scored in it that in, in the tournament that he actually you know that i think it is every time he's won he shot 70 so this will be a really hell of a round for him like i said earlier you can't can't lose the tournament. Or can't win the tournament on Thursday, but you could definitely lose no. the tournament on Thursday. Uh, Dustin Johnson is, by the way, the uh, favorite as of right now, updated plus 600, followed by Justin Thomas, Xander Schauffele, Bryson DeChambeau, and uh, John Rahm, and, of course, the leader, Paul Casey, if you guys want to bet on any of that. I, I think, you know... I, I bet on Tiger. I, Get the fuck out of I, here. Tiger's plus 2,200. I think this is the one course, this is the one tournament where how you're playing before you get there is meaningless it's always about how you played that course that's why that's why freddie couples is always mm-hmm. you know in, near the leaderboard even though he's older and he can't really play four good rounds together it and that's why lee trevino didn't play the, lee trevino didn't play this tournament three years for three years because he didn't think he could play it you know and so i think it's always about this is really you handicap this about who plays the course the best and that's why larry mines was at the top of the leaderboard for a little bit today freddie couples is still playing in oh, the yeah. fucking masters oh yeah it's unbelievable did you see tiger imitating his swing the other day no oh it was classic tiger had it down to a t it was so good all right because he's freddie, content now his, his shoulders he's are not. disemplaced all right, let's get into let's get into football talk. Uh, Michael, you texted us this morning about the wind. You worried about yeah. this weekend at all? I mean, the wind this weekend is just. I mean, it, you're talking about and, and on my board here. So let's just go Cleveland, Houston, mm-hmm. and here's what they said: rain and dangerously windy. Twenty-five oh. mile an hour wind getting stronger as the day goes on. Great day to kick. Steelers on Steelers Bengals also got wind and dangerously windy. Or sorry, yeah. rain and dangerously windy. And then also the other game was uh, Jacksonville at Green Bay is thirty-eight with rain uh, and twenty-two mile an hour winds. Uh, where's another one? New England uh, is supposed to have like sixteen, seventeen mile an hour winds. And, and as and, and go ahead, the Eagles will will increase with wind as it goes on. It starts out not so 10 11 mile an hour and it goes up to 15 mile an hour by the end and as gumpy learned this morning it doesn't 
fucking necessarily mean just to take the under blindly, Gumpy. Jesus. Come on, God, man, dude. put me in an absolute How? body bag. What a joke this guy is, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, I don't care what people say. You know, on the Cincinnati crap, when you lose, for me, it was it was at least by – it wasn't until Friday morning that I actually got off the loss, especially when you thought – like, I went back – what game did I go back and – oh, I went back and watched the Detroit-Minnesota game, and if you were on Detroit in that game, you'd think, well, you got your – Detroit was so bad in that game in terms of couldn't execute on critical downs. That was a lot closer game when you watch it than it ended up being on the scoreboard. Did you learn anything else from uh, film this week that may uh, stand out? Well, you know, I think, uh, you know, when you watch, like, when you watch that tape, the Detroit's just lack of execution on, on critical downs has got to worry you, and their team speed on defense is bad. Now, when they play against a fast offense, which Washington doesn't have, mm-hmm. I think that, that, that could be better for them, and they'll look better. I thought that really Alex Smith looked like he was playing on one leg in that last game. He would concern me if I were betting on Washington in that game, not because I think he doesn't know what to do. I think he just can't do it all the time. And and Seattle – I can't believe he's playing still. Huh? I can't believe he's still playing. Like, I can't – I can't either. You know, and then when I watched – Not that he can't, by the way. Not that he can't. I'm just saying the whole story is insane. I'm sorry. I went back to watch Tua again, and, you know, he did a really good job. They they blitzed him 25 times in that game. He was 15 for 25. He averaged under six yards. So what that tells me is people are going to blitz Tua a lot more. Vance Joseph blitzed him 25 times in the game. And he was successful completing passes. However, they were check, more checkdowns than throws up the field. So he's going to get more of that. Whereas, like, if you blitz Justin Herbert, you, you, you're going to – he averages 10 yards per oh. attempt when you attack him. Yeah, especially without Gaskin for the Dolphins right now. They're just going to blitz, blitz, blitz. They got no run game. Yep. I wanted to go back to uh, Alex Smith real quick because I saw this earlier this week, and this is a gambling show. Um, and you can gamble on this at FanDuel uh dot com yeah 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 at the at the sports book yeah 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 the app too the app. and the app yeah, yeah. Uh, greatest app in game greatest app greatest app yeah uh alex smith is minus 250 to oh whoa, 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 whoa. is everything all right over there is it alex smith is that the dog's name <laughs> oh, so is alex smith the dog's the name the dogs have been barking all year mike the dogs have been barking <laughs> i do italian dogs and one will not be out barked i promise you she <laughs> She, no matter what happens, she will not be outbarked. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Uh, but I was saying, Alex Smith is minus 250 to win the NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Does it not matter that he's – I'm, I'm going to sound very insensitive here. Nah, nah, you, you he, fought, he, he gave away that game last week that you were watching very closely against the Giants. He threw two pretty bad picks, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, his other – performance when he came in was not great maybe am i'm saying this because ben's in second big ben roethlisberger at plus 270 and i potentially think that he should win comeback player of the year because he's actually playing well and came back now you need to lock in alex smith comeback player of the year dude like people are talking about him not being able to walk again so the fact that he's starting he's got a hamstring as a goddamn shin bone your play doesn't matter not well for that particular award i think it's story play i think that is i think it's a much more story uh award awesome. that it should be like the mvp award greeny said on get up like he thinks it's a narrative award which is very interesting whenever you talk like that because is it or is it just the best quarterback on the best team award like there's a lot of mvps about the quarterback because if i had a vote i would vote for kamara for the mvp 
but I don't have a vote. And and, and because you have to be a quarterback, I mean, I know Patrick Mahomes is great. I know uh, Aaron. that Russell's great and Aaron's great. But, I mean, Camaro is the, is the point guard on that team. He makes it all go. I, I just To me, Dalvin Cook, same thing with him. They're weapons. You think the Saints can actually make a run and get to the Super Bowl here, Mike? A lot of people talking about that this week. I think so, although, you know, I like San Francisco this week. Not to jump ahead, I, I, no I think jump. that's a pretty big lie in San Francisco. Remember, San Francisco gained over 400 yards on them last year, and I know they had Garoppolo, but I, I think they'll move the ball on the Saints. I think Kyle Shanahan knows how to move the ball on them. I do think the Saints, the way they're playing, the way Camaro's playing, if he's healthy. Remember last year, there's a period where Camaro wasn't healthy for a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And if he stays healthy like he can, they're, they're so hard to play. They're hard to play. Just depends on Drew Brees' shoulder getting uh, well, he's got a rest fading in the end of the season. No, there. no, he's taking off Wednesdays and Thursdays, dude. Have a little uh, respect for them having respect for what he's going through with his shoulder, pal. He just throws those checkdowns to Camaro. Sean does a good job Camaro. of hiding him. I mean, it's just really, it's it's pitch and catch, and Camaro does all the heavy lifting. Okay, it's all after the catch in their offense. He's, he's so good. Those workouts that come out of him in the offseason are just a spectacle the dude's balance it seems uh-huh. like his vision his explosion he's very very and he's perfect by the way for that offense if you do recall though last year michael thomas was the guy that was making that whole team go alvin kamara was the year before that uh and then alvin kamara just went through a negotiation he got paid big money but that i think people thought that potentially got a little contentious it's nice to know that alvin kamara is now more of a focal point again like he was two years ago in sean payton's office because i think sean payton uh can pick and choose who goes in that particular offense because the way they draw it up and design it and what it ultimately ends up being is a you know a, a short dunk and then he'll take a shot but mostly just kind of a lot of window dressing and then whatever you want kamara is perfect for it Kamara is so good. It's uh, you know, and 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 when you watch him, he, he breaks tackles. He makes Keith like Dalvin Cook, and, and and they become really hard to defend because of where they're lined up. Whereas Thomas, if you want, you can double him and try to take him out of the game and force the ball somewhere else. Kamara, that's a hard thing to do. And the same thing with Dalvin Cook. It's hard to double Dalvin Cook because he's in the backfield. You got to go in and out on him. You can't really get a true double on him high low. And if he breaks to the right, he still can beat the guy because he leaves the other defender behind him. So, you know, I, I think the Saints are just with the way they utilize them. Their skill set is is really impressive. And look, last year he was hurt for quite a bit of the season. And yet he's still, this year he seems healthy. And, you know, their defense is, Hendrickson's been as good a pass rusher as anybody in the league. Michael, let me ask you about their defense because uh, for the first half of the year, that was actually the weakness of their team. And the last few years, their defense has been criminally underrated. Uh, Have you seen anything on film on, on potentially why their defense isn't playing as good this year? I think every time they get in problems on defenses because they try much they blow coverages they make poor checks i think having malcolm jenkins back there gives them a really good communicator and i think he keeps them and he gives them a coach on the field which is what they desperately need and he does a really good job and hendrickson's rushing better they got davenport back he's healthier to go along with cam george so that their rush has been much better it'll be interesting to see you know how they do as they you know with with the trade they you know they just traded for the linebacker so you know, they're all in. I mean, they're $125 million bucks over the cap. You know, they don't care next year. They don't care. Nine and a half is a lot of points there. It's a lot. I, I, Pat, I think so, too. It's 
Their offense has been very inept over there in San Francisco, it's, though, and you think you're going to have to keep up with Drew. So, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like contemplate all that. I was right. going to say it's definitely going to be a contrarian play this week because, especially after uh, a national TV audience got to watch San Francisco just get dog walked by um, the Packers, even though they were out a bunch of players because of COVID, they're getting those players back still. Fucking good on you if you take the the Niners this week, Michael. Good on you is what I'll say. <laughs> What do you call this? That's one of your hazmat games? Almost a six-point game. Somebody else has it as a three-point game. The line's nine. I don't see how I can't take it. (laughs) Is that a pick? Are you putting in an early pick for the weekend? No, not yet. I I haven't gone through the injuries yet. I still got to go through those. They have to wait till after Thursday for these injuries. They're so damn hard to figure out. And the information is not reliable at all. All right, I wanted to do something, because speaking of that one that I'll probably stay away from, uh, I wanted to do something where we pick a game on the board that is the most stay-away game for the week in your eyes. Uh, Gumpy, I want to start with you. Uh, Washington, Detroit. Uh, No thank you. Really? What's the line there? (laughs) Minus four and a half half Lions. Yeah, I'm looking at the Lions right now live for the first time. Minus four and a half for the Lions? Yeah. Oh, my. F, really? Wow. I had it at three and a half. Four and a half? Wow. Yeah. So is that a big difference? That's over the yeah. I mean, I I have I have this as a one and a half point game, and somebody else has it a two and a half point game. So I would be forced to take Washington if I did it, and I can't stand Washington. I, <laughs> I do. I know you're not going to do that, Michael. Is there a game that you have that you want to stay? You away hate from? Alex Smith too, by the way. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you know, not as a person, I, but as a player. You, I, hate- I think they're really poorly. They're poorly. I don't want to say they're, – they're just structurally poor in every facet, offense and defense. I mean, for a team that has so many number one picks up front, they don't really slow anybody down. They don't stop. They never get control of the game. Let's see. The game I don't want to mess with this week is uh, – you know, I, I probably I probably will shy away from the Buffalo-Arizona game just because I'm just not sure – of which which side that one's on I, the line oh, for me man. was one six two the line came out at one five so i'll probably stay away from that one i think it'll be a great game i'm tempted to take denver against las vegas although oh, that scares me yeah they love the raiders they've, they've looked the broncos have looked so terrible the pat the first six quarters of the last two games and then they've stormed back in both games, and, and oh, they didn't cover against the Falcons, they all, but they came back and won against the Chargers. I was also going to go Bills and, and Cardinals just because I have, I couldn't even imagine what's going to happen in that game. Um, but I will, I'll do something different then. And I, I don't know what's going to go on with Seattle and the Rams, and I was hoping maybe you could enlighten me on how Sean McVay's offense lines up against the, the Rams' defense. Well, I mean, sorry, when you look at it. So, so the Rams are in the last six games they played. The Rams are four and two against them. The Rams have done a really good job of playing them. And and, and Jared Goff averages seven point nine yards per attempt. He's thrown eight touchdowns. He's thrown eight interceptions. But they've been really effective. You know, throwing the football. The last time they won, they averaged over nine and a half yards per attempt. Now Russell Wilson, he's thrown twelve touchdowns, only two interceptions. He averages just at seven yards per attempt. They scored 12 points last year uh, when they played in Los Angeles against them. This is a game that the Rams, for some reason, have had their number, and they've played them really well. The Rams' defense has played really good through eight games. They're the lowest. They're the number one team, and I think it points score points allowed. And unless Seattle can put pressure on Goff, which I don't believe they can, 
or they ever have. I mean, Goff has got some incredible games he's averaged. One game he was over 10 yards per attempt. Another game he was over 8. Another game he was over 9. I mean, he throws it up the field. Now, he makes mistakes in it. But if you can't rush Goff, I don't know how you stop Goff. I mean, or stop that Rams offense. My only concern on that would be the Rams' five wins have come against teams that rank 24th or worse in scoring. The NFC East. Seattle ranks first in the NFL in scoring. And I think coming off of that last game there, right, isn't Russell Wilson have every indicator of being a human that will no way Mm -hmm. come out and lose this game? But now, granted, that has nothing to do with what they're going to do against Jared Goff, so that's completely to your point. But from in my, the way, like, Pete Carroll is, the way Russell Wilson is, how every day is like compete 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 if they have that roster filled with people that they want to fit that culture for after laying an egg against the buffalo bills or whatever you would assume that you're going to get their best fucking shot this week and that seems they're getting points too i feel like that's a game where i really like seattle is that which way you were leaning to yeah i i I like the i like to subscribe to the don't bet against russ model if i mean i'm either going to take the seahawks or i'm not going to take anything um so you would you would like the Seahawks there? I think so. It, Seahawks are thirty three fifteen and four against the spread. Their last fifty two following a straight up loss. It, McVay's coming off a bye. I don't know if that he's two and one off a bye. I don't know. So I don't know if that does anything. Oh, that probably helps out a lot. Eighty seven percent of the money is on Seattle. Oh, ah, fuck. God, All right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm so, out. So Pat, what's the game that you are staying away from? <laughs> what a quick stat, right? Lombardi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that right? You're on. Uh, so is like uh, everybody else. That's an amateur. No, I, I, even though I just read that, I would be that the, 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 the my my initial reaction is I'm going with Russell if you're going to give me points. But that's everybody's reaction. Eighty-seven percent of America thinks the same way. And I've learned if we're thinking like everybody, we're probably not going to be right. <laughs> Especially last week. Okay, so I'm out on that that's the one i'm gonna stay away from. okay okay if we're gonna play that game that is a, a game i'm staying away from also tonight's game i i have no idea what's gonna happen i, I think it's perfectly spread where it's at uh like it's a pick them basically probably get down to half a point if i had to guess at, at this time i the game's gonna be a good game i think both teams have a lot to prove it's a divisional game thursday night game for the first time in a long time feels like there's some real pop that could happen here i think it's gonna be a great game I have no idea who's going to win. Colts are favored, which is wild. I didn't. I wouldn't have expected that on the road in Tennessee. But I mean, it's a weird line in my eyes. I don't know what your numbers are saying, but in my eyes, that's a weird situation there that I don't know how to read it. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought us to tonight's game. So, uh, Michael, before we get to you, I, Colts opened as plus two. They are now minus one, even though that uh, the money and the tickets are both on the Titans. So we've a re- reverse line move there. Uh, Gumby, do you have nukes for us for this game before we get Michael's opinion on it? All mine are lopsided one way, so I'll. Uh, you guys can take your picks first. Go I'm ahead, Michael. Gonna... What do you think about this game? You know, look, I, I, my had it as a my line was zero point one, just less than a point when it started. Uh, I think both teams are really even. I would have, you know, would have been Tennessee by a point as the favorite would have opened if I was a bookmaker. But I think when to me, what bothers me about this game picking the Colts, and and I think that I like the Colts. They're they're twenty fourth in red zone scoring. They're, they're 25th in, in red zone successful plays. They're 29th in red zone offense. They really haven't scored. They're one of the, they don't really throw the football effectively. Their first down efficiency is 20th in the National Football League. And what scares me, overall passing, they're 24th. And so they don't make enough plays in the passing game against a defense that you should make a lot of plays against. 
So, you know, I think this is their three and one in the last four games. The last time they played, Tennessee won 31 17. But the Titans' speed, I, I think that the Colts' speed on defense, their movement, I think the last three weeks, because of Taylor LeWan's injury, I think the Tennessee offensive line has not played as well as they've played in the past. And that's why their scoring has come down. It's been 24-20 and 24 points. They haven't been really able to put a lot of points on the board. They haven't been the Seattle of the AFC in the last three weeks. So I'm leaning towards Indy if I, if, if I have to make a pick. Gumpy? Oh, man, I... I'm leaning, I'm picking the Colts too, by the way, just strictly because. <laughs> I mean, I said I was going to stay away from it, but when you rattle off stats like that, the more and more I think about it, Darius Leonard. Have you heard him mic'd up? Have we? Has he? Yeah, I did listen to him. I've learned a lot about Darius Leonard. That defense last week's loss against Baltimore Ravens was not to blame. Okay, the defense is very, very good. They're going to fly around, and with your your thing about Taylor Lewan there. He was on our show. You could see how a team, not just on the field, but off the field, could miss a Taylor Lewan being around. I Maybe this is a different team than the team that it was. And Tannehill has had incredible stats. I mean, he is awesome, but I think the Colts' defense is built for that type of thing. Uh, and will Phillip Rivers with a clean pocket, which I guess he potentially will if we mm-hmm. listen to the narrative that the defensive line can't really get to the quarterback, which I guess there are some stats from our guy Gumpy that will probably lead into that. I think Phillip Rivers has a big bounce back game too. He was a guy who had a bad game a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago, and he said he read and listened to what everybody said about him. He said, you guys are right, he said, or something like that. <laughs> and and it, it feels like after last week's game, with not being able to do much and getting beat there, and the tackle situation that happened with Phillip Rivers with how competitive he is. I think Colts win tonight. Yeah, yeah, I got the Colts tonight. I like the Colts a lot. And this is before Gumpy Nukes, which I assume are only going to add to my thought process. Is that right? Well, he's going to say his oh, nukes, and then I'm going to have no. a counter to them. So go ahead. Gumpy. Oh, no. No, you go ahead. You're on their side, Tony. No, no, I'll, no, I'll well, finish it off. Well, no, no. You're going to you talk because I've heard your nukes. Have you? You've heard his nukes? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, he said, leaks? I believe he said some of them some of them on your show today and it was about being a dog. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So are He's those Are those nukes yeah. uh if the dog is at kickoff or is that nukes if the dog is at opening? Because then we got we got both sides here. Go ahead, kickoff, let's hear your nukes. Sir. Oh, it's a kickoff. And the Colts are also one, three, and one against the spread their last five as a road dog. Oh fuck. Colts are one and four against the spread their last five versus teams with a winning record. <sighs> Tennessee four and one straight up their last five at home. Oh. Colts have lost their last four on Thursday. Boom. Home dogs in divisional games twelve and two against the spread. Boom. Primetime dogs twenty and nine against the spread. Boom. Dogs of two and a half or less nineteen and five against the spread. God damn it! And dogs since week four are fifty one thirty two and one. Give me the one point. I'll take the Titans. You know the other thing I would say. <laughs> is I think the stat that's probably more meaningful and I, all of those are great is what is the number when the when the favorite becomes the dog oh oh yeah see that's the lot that's really what separates this game is the favorite that became the dog last week we saw it with Baltimore we saw True. it with with there was a game I think Pittsburgh there was a game and 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 I researched that and that's 57 percent you take the team being the favorite to the dog, it's fifty-seven percent overall. So that would say the Titans. No, they're no, the, that, they're the they were the dog to the favorite. Would the Ravens go against the Colts last? They week? were a dog. I don't know. 
These are your no, the, the Ravens were a favorite, dude. and then they ended up a dog. Yeah, and one. Hey, listen, why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you? So do, one and why don't you not Colts just? Why don't, why don't you start presenting all information as opposed yeah, to just every, ones that build your story? That's what Lombardi said. Unbelievable. That's what he said. I, not me. I'm just telling you. That's what Lombardi I said. We got like we're going to go to Dealey Plaza in February when this is all over. We're going to restart the whole thing all over again. <laughs> Uh, I told Gumpy this morning that I wasn't going to make a fucking pick, and you guys weren't going to talk me into it. And you, you guys didn't have to talk me into it. I'm, I'm going to make a pick. Let's go Colts, dude. I am gonna, I am gonna take the Colts. Let's go, dude. There's uh, a lot of nukes to stay on the Colts. Side. I'm also going to take the under as well. Oh, two bet though. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that under moved. That under moved quite a bit. It moved two points down really quick. Now here's another bet we should think about: is what time of the evening. Will a group text come in that we pr- that we, we give we've given up on the game? That's the key question right there. It'll probably be the, it'll probably be the first cinder block that Rivers throws. Oh, stop! Come on, dude. <laughs> the reason Listen, just because you're little nukes that you set up to make yourself sound smart. I mean, I don't need to hear that right now. Going in, Phil Rivers is going to fucking slice and dice, dude. He's going to slice and high hopes. So. The reason why I'm personally taking the under, I. I think the uh, they're not as bad, but I think the Colts' offense kinda is kinda similar to the Bears' offense. Bro, that's a lot of points. And that game last week was twenty four seventeen. If you got, go ahead. I mean, I can read you numbers upon numbers on on. Really, it's a perception that their offense is good. Their offense, their numbers are in so many offensive categories. They're really team passing report, average length of scoring drive, points on first possession, breakdown. I mean, they're just they haven't they haven't really been very good. They haven't been good on offense. I mean, I like the under too. Why Hilton's going to play? I think Pittman being back has helped them. I hope T.Y. Hilton plays today because I think if you don't play good against Tennessee's off defense, then you're not any good. Yeah, and and I I and I'm not sold it sold by the the Colts offense either, Mike. Yeah, I mean, but they got to play good against this team. This team, Tennessee's defense is not good. And if you like, it would happen with the Bears. Then you come out of it saying, "Okay, we're not, the Bears' offense." Because if you don't score points against Tennessee, you're in trouble. Philip Rivers' passing yardage over under a two sixty and a half. Two sixty? Yeah, two sixty and a half. And normally we have Darius Butler on to talk about this. Couldn't have him on today. I can tell you, I, can, I have an idea of why it's, that seems kind of. Does that seem high? Uh, in my eyes, I think that's a lot. But there's a chance that he's not going to get any pressure on him. He's just going to be able to sit back there and wheel and deal like fucking Philip Rivers does, dude. But the reason Phillip why Rivers I think that, deals, though, pal. is because the Colts are 31st in the league in rushing. That blows and, me away that they're rushing. The, the, the Tennessee's uh, pass defense is not great, so maybe the odds makers there are thinking that Phil and the game plan maybe to come out and throw the ball a little bit more. That's Naheem Hines' birthday, though. So It is. Something to think is. about running back for the Colts. Happy birthday, Naheem. Happy birthday, man. Go run go run for a bunch of yards and win. <laughs> and win. Uh, or tie. All right, so, Michael, you're leading Colts. No, don't tie. No, tie's good. No, tie's don't tie. Do not tie. Do not tie. No, tie's not good. Tie's great. Tie. It started out good for us. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, Guppy, I don't need your stats, all right? But, you know what? I'm going to – I'm. yeah, I'm following the money. That's the only reason I'm doing the Colts. I'm going to follow too. the money. Me too. Me too. You Italians, bro. All right. Michael and I are following the money. Us Italians. Me too. I'm you're following. following the money. Yeah, yeah. And your heart. Yeah, yeah. And your gut. A lot of that. And Gumpy's uh, following trumped up fucking uh, stats that he pulled out. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Gumpy's just painting a picture to fit his uh, narrative. Follow, with the numbers. Fo- I followed him last night to 3-0 and in Maction. <laughs> oh! 
Akron. Do not tell me you picked Akron the other night. I went for the Michigan sweep last night, Mike. All three Michigan teams. Hey, did you hey did you see the fake spike game winning touchdown? Awesome. Legendary. Will live on forever. So happy I saw it last night. Uh, I love the, the directional Michigan sweep. You can, there's nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael, thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. Thank you. Hey, Cheers, see you, Bob. All right, boys. I don't... Did, he, did he have a jacket on? Put a fucking heater in the house, dude. There's little Italian dogs probably cold, too. <laughs> he had his chain hanging out at the start. He tucked it that, in. Dude, I love that. Man. Uh, he wants Gumpy to, uh, I don't know if you heard, he wants Gumpy to research uh, the JFK. Um, what happened? Michael started this show talking about how he wants Gumpy to research because he's reading a book uh, from Robert F. Kennedy's uh, perspective on JFK's death. And he wants, and that's how we got into the mafia. And he wants Gumpy to do some investigative journalism on that that incident. Oh, okay. If we're going to talk mafia, also want you to do a little research, please, by the next show on uh, Princess Diana. Ooh, please. I'm deep into that one. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. Oh. I've been down that wormhole many a times, my oh, friend. Because she was your queen. Absolutely. Well, she's a princess. Yeah. Uh, Connor, what do you want? All right, guys. This oh, is actually God. awesome. Hey, you remember the last time this guy came yeah. in? Oh, yeah. 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 A web hey. full of lies. A web full of lies. Bullshit. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know, went with the heart, and I said five in a row. They wouldn't lose five in a row, and they didn't. You know? That was one of the things you said, but mostly. Well, you know, I don't really remember most of the things I say. but It I was awesome, though. I will let you know. It was one of the most awesome rants I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't worth the, the shit. Jets, beating the Jets by three. What a joke. Listen, guys. <laughs> Fan Duel Sportsbook, same game, a parlay insurance, but this is where it gets wild. So you bet $10. Uh, you do a same game parlay, which means you pick multiple things in the same game uh, that you that you think will happen. So whether it's under, over on quarterbacks, the under, over in the game, mm-hmm. the total Anytime, for the game, any, all those. Mm-hmm. You bet $10. If it doesn't hit, you get that $10 back. Yes, but you also can get up to $25 back each and every day. You got to opt in. Okay. You place a three-plus leg same-game parlay on any sport, and if one of the legs loses, you get the refund in site credit. It's up to three days. Okay, boys? I mean, it's pretty easy. Tonight, I have... Corey Davis, over 51 and a half receiving yards. Smart. By the way, rest mm-hmm. in peace to Corey Davis' brother. Naheem yes. Hines, over 12 and a half rushing yards. So Happy birthday, birthday Naheem birthday. And uh, the Tennessee Titans, plus a half a point in the first quarter. Taylor said they were going to come out angry. So, uh, see if Rabel lit a fire under the boys after a Bengals loss. I mean, uh, might have, this might is the same team that beat the Bills. Yeah, it's probably going to be a 0-0 first quarter, so that plus a half. They also they also beat the Bears last week after a Bengals loss. Mm-hmm. And, and still found a way to give up 17 points. And the, the boys might be able to come out angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I missed a game there. But <laughs> even though the Bills might have came out angry, or the Titans might have came out angry, they also might have came out tired because they were – told to wake up early yeah. after a mm. walkthrough mm. which is that normal i don't know i was trying to think back i by the way uh fun fact night before i we did walkthroughs maybe short week it might be normal day of though i think mm. thanksgiving day okay yeah so we did do a walkthrough day of game because we drew up the fake against the steelers yeah. day of in the walkthrough in a hallway of a uh of a hotel yeah in indianapolis yeah so you do walkthroughs on thursdays love when you just your brain just goes through it's it's amazing there. <laughs> it was awesome. It was uh, that was really cool. Yeah, because Tom McMahon came in with like a, I remember it was it wasn't like a napkin, but it was Thanksgiving like a, miracle. It was like a beat. Yeah, it was a Thanksgiving miracle. People forget yeah, the team still lost, but <laughs> I mean it was a dime. 
on rollout. Tom McMahon had like a piece of paper. It was like a little beat up. It was on the other side. And he like just started drawing X's and O's. You can make that, right? Yep. All right. And then we uh, we did the walkthrough of it one time. And then fucking right out on the field, let's run it. I'm like, all right, haven't practiced this one time. Let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> so walkthroughs, by the way, very vital. So the fact that the okay. Titans are oh. maybe starting to do walkthroughs, that's good news. Okay. That's good news yeah. for your bet there for the first quarter. Because, uh-huh. that, by the way, that pass completion, I believe, was in uh, second quarter. Second quarter is the second quarter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it worked, though. That walkthrough worked, but not till the second quarter. So your first quarter bet could be problematic is what I'm saying from my experience. Yeah, I think the boys are going to have it going. The boys are ready to go, and I think the boys are going to show up. Did you do any research on uh, if Vrabel or uh, Frank Reich like to um, receive the kick or defer? Because that's big for the first quarter bet. Vrabel probably defer, right? Uh, I did not. Vrabel probably defer, right? Patriots, I would assume. Always always defer. But so would Indianapolis. Correct. I don't know. Is their defense is their strength? Yeah, but Frank Reich, right? Quarterback coach. Yeah, let's, mm. let's get the offense. Their going, defense right? are dogs, man. That defense is awesome. Oh. They fly around. They fly around. Imagine if they had a quarterback. Well, you know, the guy has a great pair of glasses <laughs> on the market was allegedly interested. But Phil Rivers sling the fucking rock, dude. All right. Sling the rock, mm-hmm. bro. We'll be back tomorrow with all of the picks. Shout out to FanDuel, by the way, for all those specials that uh, yes. Connor just ran. Shout out, out FanDuel. Uh, we'll be back with all the picks. Weekend. Big board. Big uh, board. We didn't talk about a lot of games today. We'll talk about all those games tomorrow. Give out all picks. Gumpy will give out his footy picks. No soccer international break, my friend. He will not give out his they footy quit picks. quit soccer? Just a few week hiatus for international games. Well, the master? Oh, wait. The season's going on. U.S. just played some Wales, I think. They're playing Wales right now. Oh, they're playing Wales? I think so. Mm. Gareth Bale. I believe the U.S. men's national team is playing. By the way, shout out to them. Are they good yet? They got a bunch of young kids. They're starting to get better. Are we using, like, uh, his old buddy playing? No, he's hurt. hurt, But Rain is out there. He's really good from Dortmund. Yeah, U.S. is about to win the World Cup. The future is bright. We're about to win the World Cup. That sucks for everybody else, by the way. It's going to be tough to handle us. Not that it isn't already, but if we win your game, that's going to be tough. (laughs) That is going to be tough. Just a heads up. Welcome to Hammer. Well, goodbye from. Goodbye from. Hammer. (laughs) Nailed it.